Okay, sorry. We're all good. Uh, hey, punk rock fans, Merry Punkin' Christmas is happening on December 7th, 7th at Reggie's. It has been 17 years, but Nerf Herder returns to Chicago. The first time in 17 years in Merry Punkin' Christmas at Reggie's on the 7th. Uh, also on the bill, copyright Stan Vapid and the Cheats and Cap Gun Heroes. Woo! <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Proceeds from the show uh, will help provide food and toys for families in need this holiday season, which is awesome. Uh, there's a food and toy drive happening at Reggie's, so bring a non-perishable food item or gently used toy. Everyone who brings stuff will be automatically entered into a raffle. Lots of rad stuff to win, like guitars, show posters signed by the bands. Again, it is Merry Punkin' Christmas. Nerf Herder returns to Chicago. MerryPunkinChristmas.com for more info. To my right, Stuby Pendov. Hello. From Lucky Boy's Confusion, The Hoodie (laughs) Life. In the back, Brad from The Hoodie Life. Hello. We're going to talk about everything going on with Stuby. We're going to eat amazing food generously (laughs) provided to us from Casa Indigo. Thank you, Casa Mm -hmm. Indigo. It smells amazing, right? Mm -hmm. So good. I'm spilling pork and chorizo and all kinds (laughs) kinds of goodness here. Are you guys ready to do this? Yeah, man. Let's do it. It's Car Con Carne. So before we really dig into the food or anything else, Stuby, you, uh, a lot of what we're going to talk about on this show has to do with you. Mm-hmm. The elephant in the room, you have multiple sclerosis. You were diagnosed with this last year, almost exactly a year ago. Yeah. And it's interesting. And we haven't talked about this. About a year ago, it was December. Mm-hmm. Um, I hosted a Lucky Boys Confusion show. It was in... Orland Park, or one of, one of those South... Yeah, it was, it was Orland, Orland Park, yeah. yeah. And or Orland, yeah. I was talking with you and the guys in the band before the show, and I really thought, huh, because seems kind of standoffish. Like, you weren't as congenial as you normally are. <laughs> and you're, I mean, we're always very friendly when we see each other. And you sent me an email or a text like a week later, and you mm-hmm. said, hey, sorry, man, had a lot going on. I thought, oh, okay, because for a while I thought you were mad at me. I'm like, <laughs> what did I do? How did I, how did I offend you? How could I be mad at you, man? Oh, thank you. <laughs> but I didn't know what was going on. Now it makes perfect sense because you were probably at that point very recently diagnosed and wrestling with who knows what at that point. So around that time, um, I was, you know, like you said, I was wrestling with this and I was wrestling with the fatigue. Uh, some of that that I've tackled and I'm doing great with now. But uh, the one thing I was dealing with was, uh, you know, that I, um, I just would run out of energy. You know, and I, I didn't know what was going on, and that—that—that's what a lot of it was. Is just I was standoffish because I did not know what was happening. So it's probably overwhelming. It was a crowded, loud room, mm-hmm. and you, your body was betraying you. Our backstage was a uh, was the, the side of the stage. The, <laughs> it was a side of the stage, or you could go downstairs and hang out with the kegs. You know, like it cold. You know, like it just wasn't. Yeah. Wait, I didn't even know that was an option because I probably would have <laughs> taken that option to be honest with you. So, Brad, you find out find out that Kasub has MS. Mm-hmm. What was your What was your first response? Helplessness, kind of like it's it's like all right. Well, you, there's no there's no like research for a cure yet, and all we need to do is get him the right medicine so it doesn't progress anymore. And I can't 
I can't hold him in my arms and like like baby him and and like make him feel better. You can hold him, <laughs> and in even your arms. if you could, but, if, but even if you could, it's not going to make it any better. Right. So it's just going to make me feel nicer, which is nice. So like, honestly, all I try to do is listen, and and that's really all you. That's can the key, do. isn't it? Mm-hmm. When someone's going through something, you, you just want to be heard and understood. You want to be heard. You want to be understood, and honestly, if somebody in your life has a disease that's what I call the t- one of the top fives, you know, like cancer, AIDS, MS, ALS, one of those things. By the time they have told you, they have probably processed a lot of what they have to go through. And the thing I can tell you is that just your support is enough. Just, but the thing that people do that is a natural thing to do, you know, James, Brad, everybody, is that you just say, well, have you tried? Have you tried? Well, what about this? And it's like, have you tried holistic? Have you tried not holistic? Have you tried... Um, Casting a spell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like... How's your thank, diet? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, how's your... Uh, like, that's the first thing. It's like... And the, people are right. You know, those things do help. But the thing is, when the person first tells you something that's been really hard for them to tell you in the first place, mm-hmm. and you saying, have you tried... Right. You, you probably should just start with, wow, man, that sucks. Is I, any, I think, I think is that, that, that is was my any, response, wasn't yeah, it? It was. It was. Yeah. It was literally your response was, wow, man, I'm, like, I think your words were, I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. And that is probably the best response you can say. Yeah, because what, what, that, what that tells the other person is, wow, that person cares about me so much that they don't know what to say. Because you want to say exactly the right thing. Yeah, and there's no right thing to say. Mm-hmm. There just isn't. It, it, being a fixer isn't really going to fix anything. Yeah. And being a fixer just annoys the person that's like, because like, you're right. There's, 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 you're a hundred percent right. There's probably things that I can do in my life that will make it better. But none of what you're saying is going to cure it. Right. So, exactly right. So just, it, it was hard enough for me to tell you this. So just let me have this moment. Right. Like without, like, without you trying to fix it. Um, cause it's a, it's a, it's a tough, tough, tough disease to go through. Um, and it's a tough disease to try to tell people about mm-hmm. because it is one of those diseases that uh, a lot of people don't understand. It's not like cancer, but you know, cancer is one of those things that like, it's like you are, uh, people really do have a better understanding of it because it's, it's out there. A lot of mm-hmm. people, you know. But even cancer has a million different kinds. And just like that, MS has a million different kinds. You can have a lesion on the front of your brain that affects your eyes and your vision. You can have a lesion like mine, which is on your on your cervical cord that's going to kill your mobility. Um, so it just depends on what kind of disease you have. Within MS, there's a bunch of different things that could be wrong with you. Sure. So, what was you hard for me with Stube? was remembering that he had it because uh we were talking about this before it took him a while to explain to me that there aren't really visible symptoms so he might right, be having like, a flare-up you don't like, look at costume and think he has a disease right yeah. you think everything's normal so mm-hmm. i'd be at practice or whatever 
and it'd be affecting him and I wouldn't be noticing because I was not seeing any symptoms but he'd be like no I'm like I'm tired I worked all day and I've been singing these songs like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a little worn out man and it, and the hardest thing with that is that you also just if you're lucky enough to be called like I work so people like me are called in the MS community are called invisibles but if you aren't invisible invisible is not undetectable to a civilian yes like in, invisible meaning I'm not I don't need walkers I don't need a wheelchair I don't, you don't need present a cane. as an MS yeah. patient yeah. right you don't see me as that and mm-hmm. the hardest thing with that though sometimes is that as grateful as I am for that and I'm grateful as I am for whatever it's just that it's not that I'm I'm I don't I don't there's not a moment in my life that I'm not living with this right like right now for my knees down I'm tingling I'm constantly tingling um until explain what that feels like because when you say that I think like when your foot falls asleep or something you get like the sharp it's not so for people that have it worse than me, it is that. Okay. Uh, sometimes at, late at night, depending on how I sleep, uh, sometimes it's painful. But for the most part, it just feels like. Um, like your arm falling asleep, mm-hmm. but not before it hurts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is what my 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 I, everything below my knee feels like all that. the time, and people go, "Well, what is that?" What, what's that like? And I go, well, what's it like to breathe? It's constant. It's just part of your life. It's just what I live with. Um, I, I, I can't walk far distances. I can't walk more than three or four blocks. Um, well, and, let me ask the important question. Not an yeah, important question. Yeah. But we're here, you're here representing Hoodie Life. We're talking about Lucky Boy's Confusion. Yeah. What can and can't you do as a front man of a band? I just do what I can. I'd never think about it. I'm sure you thought about it when you were diagnosed. Like, what does that mean for me as a musician? Um, kind of, kind of. I just was more like, well, I was never, I was never the front man that was doing flips on stage anyway. You know, I wasn't the guy, uh, the, the guy that was trying to, I hope at least in my, in my 22 year career that my focus was more on songwriting and singing. But uh, no, you're, but you're a very emotive yeah. performer on stage. So I do the, uh, the, I, I was scared. I talked to the guys about it. I told them about it, obviously, before anybody else. And I was, um, I just kind of got to a point where I said, guys, this is me now. And they are all like, you do you, man. Like, they, LBC was the coolest in the world. It doesn't surprise me at yeah. all. They, they were, were super just, cool on the 20th uh, anniversary. Yeah, uh, that was before I announced it, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how they stopped, you know, or a little bit earlier. No, 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 21 show. Sorry. The 20th, 20th, was that the yeah, 21 yeah, it show? wasn't. 20th anniversary, I didn't know. I knew something was wrong, but I wasn't. Okay. Yeah. So you waited a while to shows, announce. Yeah. Uh, I knew at the 20, uh, I knew at the 21 show, though, I think. Wait. I, I, I really, it's hard to remember, but yeah, I, I waited. I was a diagnosed on Black Friday of last year, and I waited until October 28th of so this year. So we are literally one year later. Yeah. Wow. In, a, in a few days, I'll be a year later. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, I do want to take a quick break. Yeah. I want to thank our friends at Casa Indigo for the food. Yes. Mm. Um, I, Brad, have you had the the pork with the the pineapple or? Yeah, mm. that's what I had so far. The pastor. 
Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, this is fantastic, and we've also got some. Uh, chorizo fries going on yeah as, as, as we're talking about this stuff i do want to acknowledge uh we are fueled this is part of the healing yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely if we had this a year ago so you might have felt a little better about the I, that's <laughs> not true that is not true so you get the diagnosis you've been living with this for longer than a year but knowing what this is for a mm-hmm. year next month as we're recording this mm-hmm. uh the saturday before christmas bottom lounge ms sucks you put together a benefit mm-hmm. I'll let you explain this, but before you do, I think it's an extraordinary, wonderful thing that you're doing. You're taking this shitty hand you were dealt and doing something really positive on a more global level. Like you're taking your diagnosis, the, what you're living with, and trying to help other people who are dealing with it. Okay. And go. I promise not to cry. But this is my father in me. One of the things my father said to me uh, as he was uh, as he was ready to go was... And this was very recent, too. Yeah, it was about uh, three years ago, two years ago. Um, no, more than two years ago. Uh, three years ago or so. But he said that... My dad came from... My dad... I went to his house that he lived in in India. And um, I know this is going to sound so weird to like people living in America, but... To keep their house that was made out of dirt up, they had to use cow dung, and they would mix it with water and and uh, spread it around the the dirt to keep the walls up. And then I grew up in a four hundred thousand dollar house in Donners Grove. Okay, um, my dad said something to me, you know. So just saying that, like he went from like pooing on the street to buying a half million dollar house you know like um or what's relative to a half million dollar house now he said to me he's like we don't give enough back he's like this he's like i brought all of you and he brought over not just obviously me and my my family but he brought over his all of his brothers all my mom's brothers and sisters everybody and he's like we came from nothing and we don't and we we complain about what we have so that always stayed, stayed with me. Now, it's a little bit different in what I'm doing now, but, like, I get to walk, hopefully, for the rest of my life. If I was diagnosed in the 80s, I'd be in a wheelchair. How could I not give it back? How can I not... How can I just sit here and and uh, have this platform and at least... N- and I'm not Billy Corgan, and I'm not Dave Grohl, and I'm not whatever, but I do have a platform that can raise a couple thousand dollars. How can I just sit back and just watch people suffer and not find, not at least do my part to try to find a cure? It's not a cure for me. In my lifetime, the money that we raise isn't going to go towards me. If it does, awesome. But it's not about that. It's about there's going to be a generation after mine, my, my baby, my, my, my little girl and her generation. I want them to have a cure. So if I can, if I can do anything to help people not feel the shitty way I do, why shouldn't I? Should I just sit and, and feel bad for myself? No, that's not how you live life. You live, this is a society. We, we're living in a society. If you have the ability to help other people, do it. It's the way I was raised. 
It's the only way you should live life. We're gonna, we live in a society. We should care about people that we don't, whose faces we don't know. I think what you're doing with this fundraiser is great, and you're raising money. And I agree. Well, we as a society will eventually get to a cure, maybe not in our lifetimes. Yeah, maybe not. But on another level, I think it's really fucking cool to see you get up, be proactive, and be positive for those people who just. They're looking for, whether they know it or not, they're looking for an example of how to lead a life with this debilitating illness. And that was one of the best things that ever happened from this announcement, man. October 28th, I announced three people came out to me uh, since then, and one especially that uh, is probably going to be diagnosed with MS that has been avoiding it. And she's told me that, like, thank you for your announcement. I'm going to my neurologist. I know that I have some symptoms that are like this. I need to go. I said, shit, it could be an autoimmune disease that's curable. Right. Like, these are autoimmune disease signs. More than likely, she, from what she has told me, she has MS. For At least from my little experience, yeah. she probably does. But hopefully not. Hopefully it's something else and whatever. But the point is she needs to take the reins and... If you have symptoms, if you, if you're, if you have... Don't ignore symptoms. Don't ignore this stuff because MS is one of those diseases that you don't get anything back. So if you catch it and you stop it, at least that's all. That's the worst it's going to get. So I have yeah. a question for you, Stu. Yep. Um, so when you're going through this process, you and your wife dealt with it alone for a while, and mm -hmm. then your close friends, and then some more friends, and mm -hmm. you slowly kind of, would you do that same thing again, or would you encourage people to tell everybody right away? It just depends on the person, I think. I think uh, the reason I waited so long is not for any other reason that I knew that I just knew that I was doing good. Mm. So, bef I didn't want to announce a charity show until I knew that I was gonna that I was gonna be okay f for it. Mm -hmm. I would have probably done, still done something. It might have been different, though. I might have been involved in somebody else's charity. But since I'm doing so well, I wanted to be a a piece, being like, he's doing good. Let's look. We, if I have MS now, and I get diagnosed, look at how good Stubby's doing. Mm -hmm. Like, I have. It was for hope. That's all it was. I love that. And you turned this around pretty quickly. And for for an event like this, you really... Yeah. And I, I think, and based on talking to you and based on what I know, um, the response and the contributions were a no-brainer from everyone you talked to. Mm -hmm. Everyone wants to help. Everyone wants to contribute. Everyone knows Kastu Pandov. JVO is my MC. I mean, come on. It's like... true. I, am, <laughs> I, I really wanted to MC, and I didn't want to over, like overstate my willingness to do it because I you know unless you had another idea like maybe a, I don't know no I didn't have like, another idea like, I, I, just, I just didn't want to ask you for the same reason I'm like I don't want to bother him <laughs> I am doing that thing though where I'm shaking so I only have like about five minutes before I pee my pants so okay so <laughs> it, that has to do with the MS too sorry guys Obama said no so we got JV <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Obama was gonna do it, but he's like, eh, MS, he whatever. Got, he probably could have got like a Murray brother, or maybe like a, <laughs> I don't know, like a Vince Vaughn or something. Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit about the event before we lose you to the restroom. Yeah, you you have about five minutes. Okay, so maybe bottom lounge. 
this is a day and night event. Yeah. The fundraiser. So let's talk about what happens during the day. Okay. So during the day, we are going to do a uh, full-on LBC show, playing the hits, like just straight up regular LBC show, except we're going to play during the day. Then if you buy the VIP tickets, there's only like maybe like, I think, 50 left. And you get uh, access to the charity show, which is at night, which is going to be uh, about 15 bands playing two songs each. Uh, and then James MC, and there's going to be one uh, comedy guy up there. And then uh, there's a raffle. And But the VIP event gets you uh, upstairs uh, while we're decorating the room uh, to... Um, uh, be up there. Uh, 350 Brewing is going to provide free beer and also Dry Hop Brewing is provide beer. Awesome. Casa Indigo, where we're at right now, is going to uh, provide some. This food is so good. It's mm. so good. But it's going to be a little different. He's going to do an Indian twinge on it because, you know, Ooh. I'm Indian. And uh, Since, since <laughs> and, when? Uh, just since I was born. Um, but, uh, oh my God, I'm going to have to pee in my pants. Uh, but like, um, yeah, but anyway. Go uh, pee. Brad and I will talk. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I will. I just want to finish this. And then, uh, that uh, along with that, uh, Greg Corner is going to be DJing. I love Greg Corner. Yep, and you can talk about that, and I'll be right back. Yeah. Sorry, guys. All right, so Kasub will be back. If you're watching on Facebook Live, we will have him return. Yeah, so the explanation of this is this is actually part of his MS. Like, <clears throat> some of the muscles and stuff just get tired, and you just got to... You got to go when you got to go. So how does that affect the stage performance? It really hasn't yet. If if he needs to jump off stage, like uh, I referenced earlier, but he I don't think he knew what I was talking about. Um, there's an LB show, C show I went to, and they took a break before they were supposed to, and then did an encore, like four songs instead of two. Oh, that makes sense. Or, yeah, it was something He's like that, readjust. that happened. Yeah, and all the guys, you know, had his back. And, you know, normally that would be annoying to a band, but they're like a family. So, mm-hmm. of course, it's no big deal. Um now, from from your periphery, mm-hmm. watching this happen, seeing the, the response, what have you seen? Because it seems, you know, from my vantage point, the, the outpouring of support mm-hmm. uh, and just just support for Kostubin, what he's doing, has been tremendous. What have you seen, being I, on, more on the inside? I mean, I couldn't imagine, I, I couldn't believe how many people, like, reshared his post and commented. Like, and, immediately. Yeah, immediately. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know there were that many fans of his around let alone people he knew like i was uh, people love lbc i mean that's just well they've been in the scene for you know 20 plus years absolutely and just the outpouring and the amount of people that really really genuinely cared it was fantastic watching him go through all that like it it was hard for his family and for everybody Mm -hmm. involved um and we we were feeling selfish that it was hard for us because we knew how hard it was for him right you know you so you put it in perspective yeah exactly and you're like oh this isn't hard for me at all he's actually going he's the one who's scared that he might not be able to walk his daughter down the aisle when she gets married you know like there's never a good time to get a diagnosis like this but he has a newborn mm-hmm. at home which that's hard to do if you're feeling 100 percent yeah 24 hours a day so he's got a lot going on and just the spirit he's bringing to all this, I think is exemplary. I mean, it's really admirable. He's coming back right now. If there's any plus to it, it's I've seen like a new light in him. Mm-hmm. Like a purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a, and, and he's good at a lot of things, but like now he gets to be good at this, like and like really bring a difference. Oh. It's really cool. We're talking about you. Oh, yeah, so when you hey. went, were, were they watching inside the restaurant? They, yeah, they're, they're, they all have their stuff yeah! up. You dick. Ooh. That's the first time I've been. Uh, Wow. Hit by a car in this podcast. That's you guys something else. I'm going to go outside now. Should we talk? Yeah. Are we done? No, no. We'll keep talking. Talk okay, about okay. Uh, well, multiple sclerosis. Discuss. Well, a- a- ask, me a, ask me a question and I'll keep talking. 
Um, well, talk I'll talk about, about the show. Talk about the bands you were playing. All right, so cool. There's a lot of cool bands playing um, for the acoustic event. Uh, we have, wow, I don't even know. It's, there's so many. Um, we definitely have AM Taxi, Ike Riley, um, um, AM Taxi, Ike Riley, uh, LBC's off course playing, Plain White Tees, The Scissors. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Hipster dick driving a vehicle too big for himself. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, do you really need the Highlander? Yeah. Come on, man. He's probably like not even married with kids. He's got this big fucking car. Doesn't know how to drive it in Chicago. I'm sorry. <laughs> not even the Highlander needs a Highlander. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. There can be only one. <laughs> hey, nice. Uh, I like. Dude, that. I've got nerd references all night long. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, well, you know me. Me too. So uh-huh. that's why I like. Saving it. the rest of this food for my wife. Yeah. There it's you go. That good. Um, but yeah, we got a we got a whole bunch of acoustic acts. But I do I do have to say something funny about that. Um, <laughs> And this is probably the only negative thing I'm going to say about the whole MS Sucks, you know, um, Singing for a Cure event, is that it's a charity show, man. It's like, it's, it's... Can I get a plus four? Yeah, exactly. It's like... That's, that's the first like, thing it's Steve said so, to me. Yeah, you're like, not getting on the guest you're list. You're not going to get on the guest list for a charity show. Don't come. Do you have people asking that? Oh, oh my God. It's not just... It's not even just that. It's just like... Um, you, you get people asking for the guest list or you get bands that want to play the show because they want to play in front of... Like, this is not the type of show... You're, you're, this is not the right type of show for you to like... Sorry, I'm looking at you instead of in the mic. But like This isn't a showcase. This yeah, exactly. It's like like um and then there was like there was bands that had b- barely played shows but had uh, their sister had MS or something like that. They got on the show. It it, it had nothing to like the bands are background. The point is an event. They're they're literally support. They're yeah. supporting the yeah. cause. You're you're like if this is your and there, there was like a, there was a band like, and I'm not knocking anybody because I get it. You want to be professional, and it's, it's like it wasn't the band; it was their manager. And it's like, well, the band needs da da da, and you know, like uh, we only need a 10 to 15 minute setup time. Like 10 to 15 minute setup time, dude. You got five minutes. Grab an acoustic, play a song. <laughs> like, sorry, but you, you're, you're, you're. You're missing the point. You're missing the point. Like, and it's like the you know the this X band needs you know can we can we bring a drum kit or like listen like you're you're missing the point strongly. Like and I love what you set up. This kind of on the fly, just yeah, just musicians making music. It's supposed to be feel like a Barnes and Noble's yeah. acoustic set. You know, like I like love it. like it just we're we're not. And for and, for those millennials or younger people watching, Barnes and Noble <laughs> was a bookstore where people would go in. Actually, now it's a Toy Story. I think. Yeah, is it? Yeah, I think they only saw Funko Pops at this point. Oh man, it's just like you're missing the point. One hundred percent. Yeah. So you like, were talking about the bands as I was talking to the hipster. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, dude, wear a coat. It's raining and cold outside. Yeah. Come on. Stupid hipster. Yeah. yeah. Do you and Adam Cryer like each other? <laughs> this is a funny story. Here, I hate him. I'm so glad you asked. Here, that. Here's why I ask. Yeah. I see you together on stage. Yeah. Lucky Boys Confusion shows. Yeah. I have not seen you together off stage in probably like twenty years. Yeah, yeah, I love him. <laughs> like even when I do LBC interviews, it's it's, it's you and not Adam. Well, Stevie it's just because he lives in Naperville. I've been then live in the city, but uh, you know, not to be like whatever. I love Adam, 
And it's it's funny because I, I, a lot of people think that we don't like each other, and he loves me. <laughs> we we are, but we're brothers. Yeah, we don't have to hang out to to love each other. We've been together for twenty two years. Twenty two years is longer than most people have done anything in their lives. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Adam and I actually had a funny conversation about this, like that people don't think about that we this. Don't, about this actually that like people actually seriously think that we don't like each <laughs> other, and it's like we don't even like. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that because it's so stupid. It's like it's just so like. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Well. Well, I, I well now we got it. I'm not supposed to really enough. Yeah, whatever. But either way, Adam and I, Adam and I are. Uh, okay, here. Let me put it this way. He is the godfather to my daughter. That says it all. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. All right. So, Brad and I were talking about the announcement uh, of your diagnosis and yeah. the response you got. Yeah. Since you announced you have MS, since you announced the show at Bottom Lounge, mm-hmm. what kind of response have you seen? Well, let me rephrase. What kind of response have you seen to the show so far? I mean, have people been just donating money left and right? Have yeah, it's been amazing. Uh, it's been amazing. I, I I wish ticket sales were a little higher, but um, the that's... I'm shocked that they're not. And in that on that note, get tickets to this event. This is really the last great event of the year, and it's for a good cause. Go ahead. Thank you, and I, I appreciate that. But I also think that like uh, that's it's it's typical that um, before Thanksgiving yeah. that people aren't buying tickets for something for December. That's just the way it usually works. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the shows will sell out and I'm sure mm-hmm. they'll be fine. I mean, it's not like they're not there. It's not like they're far away from it, but you know, I just was, I just thought it would just, just the event alone would just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but the thing about it is, man, people have a lot of stuff going on uh, and that's fine. Um, but yeah, the, the response has been amazing. Uh, uh, we I also added a donation link where people could just donate Good. funds and, um, the the ACP uh, Accelerated Cure Project, um, the charity that I'm working with for the show. Uh, by the way, the the full thing is 100% um, a charity that is uh, fully registered. So all the money is going to charity. That was my biggest thing. Is like I am not going to work, and I also wanted to work with a charity that was 100% about research Absolutely. for a cure. You know, good. Um, and, and and all that all that being said, like. Um, you, uh, the, the response back. So I said the first week I thought, you know, she said, so what do you think you're going to get before, uh, she just said, we're announcing today. What do you think we're going to do the first week? I said, you know, I would be static with four to $600. That first week we made (laughs) $8,500. And I was like, what? See, I would have thought the same thing you thought. Yeah. I would have thought "Eh, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Four, five, six hundred dollars yeah. was. I was like going to be like, and, and I even said I, I won't be disappointed if we don't do that because I like a couple hundred bucks because mm-hmm. it's like I don't know. I thought most of the money would be raised from the raffle that we sure. haven't even finished like announcing yet, and uh, from the ticket sales because ticket sales, one hundred percent of the ticket sales from the uh, the charity show are going to um, to into ACP, uh, and you know we got this raffle, we got some great prizes, and, and we'll announce that soon. But I just didn't think it was going to be like this. I didn't think. And then the week after we got another, like, uh, just, I haven't even checked because I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to know yet right now, but I know that she, she wrote, um, the, the, the charity, the woman that runs, uh, is working with me when the charity said, 
uh, the week after, she's like, hey, by the way, we got another $7,500 uh, uh, like a donation. It's like, wow. It's just, you know, people, whatever political lean you have, whatever social lean you have about whatever you have. When I'm a nihilist. Well, there you go. Well, even if you're a nihilist, you don't want people to suffer with MS. Yes. That's what it seems like, at least. Here's the thing. Since I switched to this new software that uh, feeds this camera, yeah. I can't see who is making what comments. And I don't even see the comments as much as I <laughs> did before. Uh, the only comment I just saw was someone saying, Brad is looking very stoic. Mm-hmm. Now, that said, maybe Brad, you are looking... can you sit between the seats and smile? But here's the thing. We are talking about MS. Like, yeah. I, I'm cognizant of the fact that I'm eating tacos as Kastub's talking about his multiple sclerosis uh, diagnosis. But you knew that going in, that there'd yeah. be food. Okay. Um, but I mean, it's car con carne, man. It's car con carne, and yeah. I, I had to eat some carne. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one to. thing you can do, too, if you want to, if you can't go to the show, buy a ticket for somebody that likes music. Yeah. You know, it goes Absolutely. Just, Absolutely. I mean, just, just seeing Tom from the T's get up there. Yeah. Do an acoustic song. Yeah. That, that's... That's cool. It's worth the price of admission right there. Mm-hmm. Adam's going to do a few songs from Adam and Jason, and, uh, and Chris are going to do some songs from Taxi. Adam and I will do some songs from LBC. Uh, there will be um, uh, Mark Rose from Spittlefield. We'll be playing oh, wow. a few songs. Yeah. Um, who am I forgetting, Brad? Me uh, and you might do one. Maybe, if you're lucky. We'll see. Um, so there's a, there's a chance of a Hoodie Life song. Maybe. But this kind of goes to what you're saying. This isn't... You're not booking Riot Fest here. This no. is a community coming together. Yeah. It's just people coming together to help raise money. That's what it's supposed to be, at least. Mm-hmm. You know, it's supposed to just be like, eh, kind of like, it's more like, hey, guys, you know, um, one of the leaders of our scene, you know, at least I like, think I was, uh, uh, of our scene is going through some stuff. And we're all getting together, and we're going to do this annually, and we can... You are going to do this annually. Annually. Absolutely. Good for next you. Next year. We're definitely doing it So you know what that year. means? The second you're off stage, you got to start planning next year. Yeah. That's, that's how this stuff works. The, the, like, the, and I, I, I'm already planning next year. Are you really? Yeah. All right. I, I want to do it in two different locations, and I want to do one, you know, I want to do a... I think I want to do a smaller one in Chicago, like a smaller room, just uh, just to make it really more like... Do it in the car. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. It's about as small as it gets. And, uh, you know, I want to do one in Boston, I think. Uh, Why Boston? uh, The ACP, the the charity that I work with, uh, is from Boston, and uh, LBC did really well in Boston, and I think I have a good following out there. And um, some of the best... uh, multiple sclerosis uh, foundations are in Boston. So oh, good. Then, then absolutely go to yep. Boston. Yep, yep. So you know, there's a lot of things that I want to do with this, and uh, you know, uh, one of the things my mother said to me is like, uh, you know, how like she just you know being a caring mother, she's like, how are you doing? Everything okay? I'm like, well, no, mom, it's not okay. But I mean, like, but see again, this goes back I, to not knowing what to say. Like, yeah, I, I, I get why your mom but said I, that, but I think that that more important than Lucky Boy's Confusion or Hoodie Life or whatever, I think that this might have been my calling to uh, raise awareness for multiple sclerosis. That's and, what Brad was saying as yeah. you were walking to the car. Yeah. When you were coming back from tinkling, yeah. Brad was saying, like, you, you've really found a, a purpose and, like, a reason. And it's yeah. interesting how this tremendous adversity kind of engenders th- this shift in you. Adversity you just, brings... Adversity can either bring out the negative mm-hmm. or it can bring out the positive it reveals character and I wanted to bring out the negative I did I wanted to just give up but my wife was three months pregnant when I got diagnosed 
I didn't have a choice. I right. had. I, I anybody that has a kid understands what I'm saying. Yep. You, I didn't even know my kid. I, she was. She didn't even have a bump. It didn't matter. It was that. It's not about me. Yeah. And then when I thought more about me, uh, more, more about me, my baby, and whatever, I go something about me or she's a her now, but like or her him. It's about everybody. It's like it's, it goes back to what my dad said. It's like we're we're so wrapped up in us that we forget that there's an us. We are not here. And that's why when people go, well, screw them. Like, I understand what, again, I'm not getting this. I'm just not a political uh, statement. So please don't take it like that. What I'm trying to say is that there's more than us. There's more than the people that are in front of you that look like you, that there's people all over the world that are suffering. And, The more we all feel better, the more we all do better. A healthier society means a healthier economy, a healthier uh, like uh, vibe that you feel around you. When when people are suffering all around you, there's negativity and there's uh, negative vibes when everywhere you go. Like let's all do a little bit better to not. I mean, I I feel like I'm sound like a hippie, but I'm. It's 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 more just like. You're right, though. That's what I've noticed about you. This You have this aura that you didn't have when you were worrying about everything. Now that you have your diagnosis, now that you have your medicine and you're a little more uh, acquainted with the, the whole thing, you've just had this energy about you. And it's not about just raising money. It's about helping people go through that process. You just went so, uh, so freshly ago. And hopefully with... I mean the process that I went through, even though it was short, was hell. Sure. It was fighting insurance companies. Hey, let, let's talk about that for one second. Not sure. necessarily the insurance details, because I, I find that stuff overwhelming, but yeah. the cost of having a, a horrible illness like this. How many how many meds are you on? Uh, none. I'm none on one. I'm on one that's an infusion every six months for... And I'll be done 2021, January 27th. Wow. Okay. That's why I fought so hard for it is that I saw this drug in front of me that I could be done with in two and a half years versus these other ones that I'd Wait, have to. Hold that thought. I want to read this before. Ah, damn it. It went away. Uh, someone just asked if you could say hi to a relative who is going through MS. I, I'm sorry. I missed the comment. Go ahead. I wish I knew the name. I would yeah, say it's, hi it's, to it's them. It's the software, but we can go back when the Facebook Live is yeah, published and yeah. say hi. So sorry about that. Um, but uh, I forgot what I was saying. You were the talking about the medicine, and I... yeah. So you know, I just, I I I, uh, I, I want to say like you know, it's it's. I, wait, actually, I was, was I was I saying how I got it, or I forgot what I was saying. Sorry, I lost track. I totally threw you off through the confusion that took two and a half years, than the other things that you wouldn't be able to. And then you stop. This yeah, is why Brad's here. Yeah, no, like I'm saying, like I went through a lot to, uh, uh, I went through a lot to try to get the drug. I tried went through a lot to what, uh, and just to figure out who, what's going on. If I can help anybody, to be like, hey, it's worth. If your doctor says I don't want to get you an MRI and you feel there's glitches between what your brain is telling your body to do and what your body is doing, there's a good chance you have an autoimmune disease. And if your if your doctor says 
well, I don't want to order an MRI because I don't want your insurance company not to pay for it. Fuck it. It's $1,000 to know that you're okay. And I... And when your insurance company tells you that they're not going to pay for your drug, that your doctor tells you you should get, do not give up and fall for it. So that's what happens to a lot of MS patients right now, is that their doctor says you should be an Ocrevus, which is what I'm on, Ocrevus, whatever, however you pronounce it. And I've been doing fantastic. And But every insurance company is going to say, no, try these first, and if that doesn't work, we'll put you on there. Anybody that does a Google search will see that Ocrevus does not, Ocrevus, Ocrevus, whatever, does not work as well when you take the other diseases. Uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, other drugs drug. first. Sorry, my, my bad. Sorry about that. Um, and I did that research and I, said, and I fought them tooth and nail. I wrote a letter and I, I, I reached out to this foundation and I found, a, I found the $100,000 uh, a year drug for free. There are resources out there for people. Do not listen to people and insurance companies that will not allow you the proper medication that you need. Mm-hmm. And like, I'll find tell you. me, write yeah. me, and I'll help you if you have this situation. I seriously will, because we deserve to be treated. We deserve to be taken care of. We don't have a cold. We don't have, uh, our toe doesn't hurt. We have multiple sclerosis, one of the worst diseases you can have. And we're be, and your insurance company will treat you like a nuisance. Yep. Do not let them do that. Sorry. That's the takeaway. And I, Sorry, Brad. Uh, I do want to say a lot of people have been chiming in. It looks like a lot of people who have MS. Uh, and I apologize. We can't get to those comments as we're recording the Facebook Live. But those comments will be part of the Facebook Live once it's posted and you me. I'll respond back yeah. to every one of them uh, so thank you for for watching and chiming in and, and listening and it, it looks like contributing to the conversation we, we do appreciate that sorry uh, go ahead Brad one of the things that Stu actually did that was very very gutsy was while waiting to hear from the insurance companies while waiting to hear if he can get the prescription he wanted uh, something bad could have happened I mean it could have progressed sure. to where all of a sudden his leg doesn't work or something am I wrong yeah. Like, like, uh, I was, uh, every, every, every night I would wake up and shake my hands and legs every night, every Friday, my neurologist would call me like, did you get approved yet? Did you get approved yet? And one day I finally asked him, I'm like, doc, you're the head of neurology at Northwestern. Do you call all your patients Friday? And he just said, no, I'm really concerned about you. Jesus. Yep. Yeah, yeah that, that's. I it. have a I have a lesion right here on my cervical spine. If it grows even this much to the left, I lose my whole left side. So, uh, he was really nervous. Yeah, uh, sorry, top, but Brad, you were saying something. Yeah, I was just saying like don't don't be in that situation or or do I don't want to tell you what to do, but like if you're in that situation and you want a better drug like Stube did, like talk, reach out to him. Like you know, have the I'll courage. I'll find a way. I'll find. I'll help you. And James, you were saying, sir. I I, I was just saying after being diagnosed and wrestling with multiple sclerosis, just the added stress of. Just trying to get the shit you need to move forward. Like, that shouldn't even be a burden you have to have to shoulder. We pay so much into insurance. And, you know, again, not getting political, but, like, what? no matter what we do, whether you guys want to, whether, whether people believe in the private sector or the public sector or the medical for, Medicare for all or the Bernie or the Trump, I don't care what you believe in. I don't give a fuck, honestly. But 
if I am paying for insurance, I want to explain something to people that don't understand how insurance works. We all pull in. We all pay in. Every paycheck you pay in, okay? The point of that is insurance, just in case. It's it's a just in case Mm -hmm. situation for when 300 of you are paying in for the last 10 years and one Stubie gets sick, you guys all pull in or one Sarah or one Timothy or whatever gets sick, we all help that person out. But what the insurance company go is saying is like, hmm, I'm getting $200 from 300 people every twice a week, uh, twice a month for the last 15 years. Hmm, what if I can get out of helping this guy that has an MS out? Like, I can probably get away with it and keep this money in. Yeah, that's what happens. We be we, your own advocate. Speak up when things aren't right. It's fight, mm-hmm. fight for what you know is right. Seriously. All right. So looking ahead, mm-hmm. bottom lounge, uh, just a terrific event. Like it's an event that'll make you feel good just for yeah. contributing to. But just as a music fan, as someone who lives in this city or mm-hmm. in the suburbs, what a fun yeah. experience. Yeah. I mean, just if you're a few, music few fan, few VIP tickets left too. Few, very few, but for you. I mean, to be able to see all these musicians in the same room yeah. performing, I mean, I, I'm nerding out just thinking about this lineup and being there for the day. And just come hang out with all these musicians yeah. that are going to all be hanging out it's in the gonna room. Be so, it's going to yeah. be such a chill vibe. Yeah. It's, it, no one's going to be standoff. Everyone's going to be hanging out. It's going to be the most cool event. You know, again, I'm going to say this. Come for the right reasons, but come, come. You know, yeah. like... It is a great networking event, but you know, please come for the right reason. But still, the the, the added benefit is you can go up to James Van Alsdale, you can go up to Brad, you can go up to me, you can go up to Adam, you can go up to Plain White Time, you can go up to uh, Ike Riley and have a conversation because yeah. everybody's going to be in a non rock star. That's just it. Yeah, it's just it's 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 a it's a charity event where everybody wants to talk to each other, everybody wants to hear about it. And if you got MS and you don't want to make it a thing and you just want to talk to somebody about it there are going to be like a hundred other people with ms there that you can just start a conversation with come up to me talk to me seriously i know i've been told before that i I wasn't the most approachable guy in the world trust me if you come up to me and go hey i've been struggling with ms can i talk to you you know, the, the the probably the worst thing I'm gonna go is, can I grab a beer first? You know, like <laughs> like that's the worst it's gonna get. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's accurate. Yeah, that's totally accurate. Uh, or come with me to get a beer for okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Let's walk over to the bar real yeah. quick. All right. So that's happening. Get your tickets to that. Uh, you know, I we could probably talk about this for another hour or so, but I, I think <laughs> I, I think we really hit the points. Yeah. I, I I'm proud of you for what you're doing. Thank I'm you. proud of you for putting yourself out there and really turning this shitty situation into something that is positive and mm-hmm. hopefully in, in turn inspiring to other people. I hope so. And I, I hope that if, if, if anybody's hearing this and and is struggling that they realize that they can reach out to me. So bottom line. All right. So, uh, the website, just go to the bottom lounge site. Is it on the LBC bottom site? lounge or, uh, facebook.com, uh, singing for a cure. Everything's singing for a cure. So, uh, it can be singing for a cure.org or singing, uh, facebook.singingforacure. Um, or 
the Lucky Boys page or the Hoodie Life page or the Stubby page, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, like we said, I'm emceeing. I don't have to wear a black tie for this, right? You don't have to wear I anything. You can be naked. Anything but a plain white tee. <laughs> God, it's no. already covered. Uh, all right, so I, I'm going to be casual. Yeah. You're not going to come out. You know, are you wearing a suit? I'm going to wear a suit. Are you? I think so. Yeah, I'm it's your sure. event. Yeah, it's my event. Exactly. Brad, you're not dressing up, are you? No, I'm going to wear a hoodie. Can't fit into a suit anymore. <laughs> I can't fit into my. Seat. All right, so Brad, you're my people. Yeah. That that night. Too much good food. For he was only mom. married a year ago and still can't fit in his suit. <laughs> All right. He really let himself go real fast. Brad, thank you for stoically holding up the backseat. <laughs> thank you guys. Uh, I want to thank Casa Indigo. Yes. For, yeah. uh, Great food. This food. Yeah. Um, that pet store taco was great, and then there was a steak taco in there too. He snuck that in there. Dude, he's the man. He is the man. Uh, super friendly place. I mean, it's right on 18th where everything is yep. in Pilsen. Stop. Maybe if you're going to the Thalia Hall show, this is like a block away from there. Uh, stop on by. Because um, from Lucky Boy's Confusion, Hoodie Life, everything. Uh, nobly, bravely <laughs> bringing awareness to this awful, shitty illness. Uh, before we go, I do also want to mention Nerf Herder playing on the 7th at Reggie's. Yeah. That is Merry Punkin Christmas. With Danny Vapid. Danny Vapid in the Cheats. Yeah. I had Dan Vapid in the Cheats in, in my car a couple of weeks ago. No way. That was a trip. That's crazy. And I, I had like 10 oh, minutes. Yeah. Yes, I saw that one. I had like 10 minutes with him, and I, I wanted to get to all my questions. But I, before I lost him, I'm like, tell me about the Screeching Weasel show in Austin. I, I wanted to get that out of the way. Because <laughs> uh, that's where, that's where yeah, the well, wheels that's came the off. the big one, yeah. Uh-huh, that, that was the one. I wouldn't be in a band without those guys. I gotta really? pee. Yeah. I gotta go again. All right. <laughs> Stubby's gotta pee. Thank you for watching on Facebook Live. Uh, thank you for listening, and we're gonna turn this off. See you guys. <laughs>